Okay, hi beautiful people and welcome to another episode of my podcast and today I decided that for the first time I'm going to record this uh, on video too. I don't know how that's going to work, I don't know if the sound will be okay, I don't know if my phone has enough memory, so I'm not going to waste any time any gigabytes on just talking nonsense. Um, today, uh, I told you I'm going to share about what I feel, how I feel when it comes to COVID and the situation that's going on right now. And I have like little notes that I'm, I'm kind of writing and I don't really know where to begin, but I want to begin with... I wish everyone well. I wish that everyone can have a loving and peaceful approach in their hearts towards the situation we are in. I feel that there's so much going on right now and it makes most of us confused. I don't sit on a solution. I sit on a lot of opinions. I sit on a lot of intuition. Uh, I went back yesterday and I listened to my podcast from one year and a half ago, just in the beginning. I think it, I recorded it March 20. And I put emphasis on love and care and that we need to care for each other. Uh, and I remember it that one year and a half ago, I was bullied and almost like pushed aside because I brought this up as this is really important, we need to take care. And people, do you remember the madness when we went to the supermarket and bought like 100 rolls of toilet paper? Do you remember the madness? Do you remember the fear you felt back then? The same fear is here now and everyone so desperately wants a solution. You know, we find we have a problem and we want a solution and we also want to know who is causing the problem. This is really like, you know, you have a conflict or an argument and it's your fault and it's easier to point the finger and say it's your fault than to look inside and see what did I contribute in this situation? And I feel right now we are all bringing something to the table. What are you bringing to the table? Is it love or fear? Is it care or is it me, myself and I? What is the drive behind all of this? Is it because we want to go to concerts? Is it because we need to travel? Why do we do this? Is it because we want to go to the restaurants? I'm really, really certain that deep down, deep down, there is a big fear of something completely different. It's a fear of our life. It's a fear of the isolation. It's the fear that we won't be included, that we will be excluded. And what's happening, I, I totally feel this fear. I totally can relate. I totally can understand. But to me, the COVID, it's a 
about something else. And I feel the way the world has taken now, uh, when we have like a global tyranny, global dictatorship happening, uh, and I know some people are just gonna, you will have the right to your opinions and I have the right to my opinions and I wanna express them. Um, so I wanna begin with, I have a few points here. I wanna begin with our freedom. How important is our freedom? And I'm talking about, there's so much violation happening right now the freedom to decide of our own bodies. That's a great freedom. I don't know how you feel about not being able to decide what's going to be done to your body. This is a freedom. And if you say, no, I don't want you to have surgery on me. No, I don't want you to have like, uh, you know, any procedure done on me. I don't want that. You know what? There are people who were forced to get sterilized, for example. You know that they did this to, to people, you know, um, I don't know what, what we say in Swedish, we say functional variations. I think back in the 20s and 30s, they mass sterilized them, you know? breaks my heart when I think about it. And, and this right to decide of our own bodies, it's a right and it's our freedom. And it's our freedom to choose, you know? We have a freedom to choose. Do I want this? Do I not want this? And I think this is the biggest, biggest thing. We are so, so used to not execute that freedom of choice to say yes when we feel yes and to say no when we feel no this is us we who um, indulge in personal development we know that to say yes when we mean yes and to say no when we mean no it's a big step to people because we are so afraid that we won't be loved that we won't be accepted uh, we won't be included and this the vaccine mandate this divides us in you know the people who has the capacity to execute this choice to say yes and no and then we have a whole bunch of people who can't say yes and no who can't follow their intuition their heart because of fear and it can be a long 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 back down fear, you don't say no to authorities. If mom and dad says you do that, then you do. If the group says you do that, you do. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how we are. It's just like our human behavior. And it's also much because of trauma that we don't execute the right to choose what we feel is good for us. And I feel that this question I know so many people who has taken the vaccine who didn't want it. I have so many people who has taken one shot, two shots and says, I'm not taking anymore. I didn't feel good the first time. I didn't feel right the second time. I'm not taking anymore. 
And to me, to know that there are so many people actually violated themselves and said, of course, you know, there was a campaign like, okay, up with your sleeve. And I feel like, okay, there has been like so much propaganda for one choice, which means that we did not feel into what's my choice. And we have a freedom to choose. And it's not too late. It's never too late to say yes when I feel yes and to say no when I feel no. <clears throat> the third, as I see, violation towards our freedom is the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression. We have a right. It's in the human rights that we are to Everyone should be able to express their opinion, raise their voice, say what they feel without being afraid of consequences. And never before, I'm 54 years old, I've never lived through this fear of consequences. If I raise my voice, I'm going to be banned, you know? Uh, and if it's not social media, I mean, social media is one thing. It's not, not, it's me talking to you. We don't really know each other. But my friends, my community, my family, if I raise my voice and say, hey, you know what? The vaccine doesn't feel good for me. Then I may be an outcast. I met a friend today, Nicole, her sister. Uh, when her employer found out she wasn't vaccinated, she got fired. Uh, you know, people lose their job, they lose their friends, they lose their family, they lose their, their belonging because they execute their right to choose or to decide over their own body or to, you know, express what they feel. Then it's okay, obviously, it's globally okay to make all of those people outcasts. They don't belong in society and put the label that they are the evil ones, that we are anti-vaxxers. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've taken a lot of vaccines. My kids have taken a lot of vaccines. I've been traveling. I've been taking vaccines while traveling, you know, if to get into India, for example, back in the 90s. And it's not an anti-vax campaign, this. It's about freedom. And I have never, you know, when it comes to, to slavery or when it comes to women's right to vote or, uh, you know, there are like um, discrimination and so on. When I met my friend, uh, she's from Uganda, and I said, I have now, what's good with this is that me, who is super privileged, Swedish, sitting here in my beautiful living room, uh, having the capacity to record a video um, and the means to do it and the voice and, you know, having everything, uh, I feel a touch of discrimination that I never felt before. I feel a touch of being excluded, of being an outcast, you know, in society, of being the, um, what do you say, pariah. And suddenly I feel much, much more 
you know, not empathy, that's not the word, but similarity or, you know, um, common ground with people throughout the years being discriminated and bullied and, and I'm not suffering. Trust me, I am not suffering at all. You know, I choose what to do, who to go to and not to go to. I don't need to travel. I don't need to go to big events. I don't need to go to concerts. I don't even need to go to the grocery store. I can shop online, you know. And to me, I am not taking the vaccine because I want to decide this myself. I trust my intuition and I'm coming back to that why I'm not taking the vaccine. But for me, this violation of our freedom is actually number one. It's the number one priority. What's happening now in Austria, the vaccine mandates starting uh, from February, what's happening in Australia uh, with the, um, what do you say, some words, the people of origin in Australia, indigenous, I'm not, okay, that they are forcing them, they're putting them in camps and they're just like shooting in vaccine. These are people who has lived, you know, they were here before we were here and they have gone through all the epidemics, you know. It's, it's not about that. It's just like, and the abuse that is happening now. I'm telling you, if we have this in Sweden, they need to pull me by the hair. You know, they really literally have to drag me down the street, down the stairs, if they want to, to vaccinate me, because I don't want this. My intuition says no. And this abuse that is happening now, it's traumatizing. It's absolutely traumatizing. Can you imagine, you really feel, I don't want to take this, this is not good for me, this is totally not good for me, and someone holds you down, really holds you down, and pushes that vaccine into your body. You know, to me, this is a trauma. And do you know what trauma does to bodies? Do you know what trauma does to our beings? It creates a lot of stress. Do you know what stress does to our beings? Our immune system gets suppressed. Do you know it causes anxiety? It makes us go, you know, like everything that traumatizes us has a consequence, you know? It leads up to something that is not healthy for us. Um, so I'm going to go back to that. Uh, but to me, what's happening right now uh, and to say that it's the unvaccinated people who's driving COVID right now, I seriously doubt it. I seriously, seriously do. Um, I mean, there's so much information, there's so much data and statistics that is not communicated to us about how well the vaccine works. Um, or how well it doesn't work. For example, what's the reason for the third and the fourth shot? Is it because it's functioning so well? Is it because it's stopping COVID? Obviously not. And me and my unvaccinated friends that I know of here, 
we are not gathering in crowds. We're not going to concerts. We're not sitting in restaurants. We're not hanging around with 300 people. We still wear masks when we go to the store, you know? So I seriously doubt that it's the unvaccinated people who are driving the epidemic right now. It's also proven through studies that the ones who've had COVID has a higher um, antibody level than those who are vaccinated. So those of us who get mild COVID, and I'm going to go into the risk groups because you're like people dying, people dying, people dying. Yes, people die. It's a fact. People die. People die every day. And you know what? People die from so many things. And people die from lifestyle health issues. Okay. I'm just going to check if I'm here uh, where I am. Okay. So I spoke about the freedom. For me, freedom to take away our freedom and put like a global, uh, you know, mandate on civilization and to give authorities, to give governments the right to come, press my button or force me to the doctors and put a needle into my arm. This is abuse. It's nothing but abuse. And for me, when abuse happens globally, centrally, you know, it's, it's tyranny. We are going back, 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 back hundreds of years and I don't want to go back. I don't want to go there. I want to go to an enlightened space, an awakened space, a space where there's less fear. But for me, this is, and the polarization, you know, the ones who feel I'm stupid, you know, I want to shoot trauma, uh, you know, who threatens me and says, you are spreading this and that, and you should be, you know, canceled and this, you know, fine, do it. I have a free, I execute right now my freedom to express myself. That's my freedom. And there is a risk equipped to this. I know, I know. What's the worst that can happen to me? To me right now, the worst is that someone will force me uh, to take the vaccine. Um, not because I feel like the vaccine is going to be the worst that happened, no. I lost my husband in a plane crash. I tried to commit suicide three times. My father died from cancer. You know, I've been through uh, this and that. So to get the shot is not going to majorly put my world upside down. No. But my intuition says that this is not the way for me to go. This is not the way. And to go against that, that is the worst thing I can do to myself. You know, that's the biggest violation, is that when my being, my body, my soul says no, and I still let that happen to me. It's like, you know, when you feel a guy, I don't want to have sex with him, I don't want to sleep with him, but I do it anyway. Because you can't say no. So for me, this is about me, my intuition, and I don't want this, and I don't, don't want to be violated, you know? I don't want to be abused. And those of you who feel, I want the vaccine, I love it, I want it, I welcome it, fine. 
that is not the same thing. If you want the vaccine, if you think this is the salvation and you want it and you put up your arm and you say, hey, give me the vaccine, this is right for you. But if I feel this is not right for me, I don't want it, and someone still forces me to have it, it's abuse and it's a violation of my rights. And this is the worst thing you can do to a human being. Abuse of any kind should be, you know, it should cease. And it doesn't matter if it's like, if you voluntarily take the vaccine, it's a totally different story. And that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the people who for some reason, one or the other, says, this is not good for me, this is not what I want. Don't force these people to take the vaccine. Respect their freedom of choice and right to decide of their own bodies. This is so important. I really want you to understand that there is a difference if you want the vaccine and you welcome it and feel this is the salvation. Then you take it, no harm done. But if you feel, I don't want this. It's abuse. Okay, I will continue. <sighs> I feel this is hard, it's not easy, because I feel there is a lot of, you know, shit coming my way. And I really feel it's so important that to really put emphasis on this, that you know, it's like holding down a child who doesn't want to have, if you ever, if you ever had a child who refused to take medicine or to take a, a needle who's severely sick and needs something and you needed to, I once had to hold my child down because she took cough medicine and I needed to hold her and this is super painful. I needed to put my whole body onto her being and they forced the tube down her throat to make her vomit. She didn't want that. It traumatized her. I have this feeling in my body. She has this feeling in her body. I, I bet she's still somewhere deep down, you know, working on this. It happened to her. And me and her dad, we had to, you know, hold her down. She was like, she was super tiny, two, two years old. And this is now happening on a global scale. We are holding people down. And if it hasn't started yet, we are doing it mentally, you know? We're really doing it mentally, traumatizing people already with the fear it's going to happen. Okay. The polarization that comes with this pro and against vaccine or yes I want it, I really think it's the solution or I don't want it, I don't think it's the solution. Then it's like those who want it and think it's the solution are the right ones. Those who don't think this is the solution are the bad ones. 
And this is really like we put one chunk of the population to the side and say, you are the evil, evil ones. And we also want to attach something that is not true to this, to these people that you are the ones spreading the COVID, you are the ones who are ignorant, you are the ones unloving, who doesn't care, and you know, you're so egotistical, and I don't know how many labels you put on these people, good people, bad people. And I never, ever, ever before was in a situation like this, where you put people, good people, bad people, this is like this. I think this is what you know. Being black is good. White people, black people. So good. It's good that us that we get to experience this. Does it make it right? No, it doesn't make it right. And that the media and the governments and the authorities also does this. You know, with all the propaganda, with all the one-sided media communication and really like saying this, this, this and also hiding facts that who are actually in intensive care right now, who actually died last week, for example, were they vaccinated or unvaccinated? And here I'm not going to go into statistics or facts. You go dig into that for your country. Uh, in Sweden, uh, week forty three or 44, I think, 13% of the people who died from COVID, 13 were unvaccinated. It may be that all of them were 80 plus, you know, so that uh, the ones who died were 80 plus vaccinated and would have died anyway from some other disease. I don't know, but that was like the last facts I read yesterday. Go look into your facts in your countries. And I'm not debating that COVID is spreading. What I'm debating right now is our freedom of choice and forcing the abuse, the vaccine mandate, you know, and the polarization, good and bad people. So what I feel is really behind all of this, all of this madness. And now some of you are going to be super upset and I believe that COVID is a wake-up call. I believe that it's put here on earth right now because we are living our lives just as, as we show we do. Fuck you. You are a bad person. Oh, you belong, but you don't belong. You're not good looking enough. Oh, you are smart enough. Oh, you don't perform enough. Out you go. Uh, I really like... Uh, and I'm so traumatized from all my shit and I don't give a fuck about that. So I eat, eat, eat and I drink, drink, drink and I just, you know, go out, fuck anybody and I, you know, I don't have time with my children. I'm on my device all the time and, you know, what are we doing? How are we living? And if you look at the risk groups, I went a few days ago to look at the risk groups. There is one group, the elderly people. There is no doubt that they are more uh, exposed to the virus by natural causes. They are older, they are more sensitive, 
and they have more uh, underlying disease that comes with age. Then we have all the other groups, with a few exceptions. We have uh, those with uh, liver conditions, like cirrhosis, I don't know what's that in English, but that is like when you're a severe alcoholic, that when your liver shrinks like that, super risk group. Uh, we have obesity, BMI above 40. Uh, we have heart conditions, we have kidney conditions, uh, we have stroke, for example. Um, and there are like other, but those that I mentioned right now, uh, high blood pressure is something that you get uh, because you uh, eat too much sugar, for example. Uh, you eat too much fat, you stress, drink too much alcohol. That raises your blood pressure. And the high blood pressure gives heart and uh, what's the call, like the veins inside, uh, artery conditions. It gives kidney conditions. It gives stroke. So all of these are lifestyle conditions, health conditions. So the question is, is it COVID in itself that makes everything this severe? Or is it because our lifestyle is totally off? Who questions? Who did someone say, oh, you're, you, you are not vaccinated, so fuck you. Okay, what if we would say, hey, you're obese, fuck you. You're a risk group. Fuck you. You're an alcoholic. Fuck you. Like, oh, you have a kidney issue because you have uh, high bl blood pressure because you ate too much and drank too much. Fuck you. Oh, you stressed too much. So you had a stroke. Fuck you. You are uh, the cause that the healthcare system can't handle COVID. Fuck you. This is really like I love people. To me, this is a wake up call, calling us all to dig into okay, where am I at? What's the reason behind? why I have a BMI above 40? What's the reason behind why I drink a bottle of wine every day? What's the reason behind that I am burnt out, that I'm so stressed, that I'm frustrated, angry, depressed? What's the reason behind? All of this, everything, you know, that I mentioned right now, eating too much, drinking too much, stressing too much, not sleeping, you know, all of this suppresses our immune system. Trauma is underlying, it suppresses our immune system. We can't handle things as good as if we were living a more healthy life. And how can we live a more healthy life? If we heal, if we look inside, what's my issue here? 
you know, there's something deeply, you know, missing in my life. I'm missing love. I'm missing someone. I don't want to sit at home, watch Netflix and eat all night. I want to be out with friends. I want to connect. And COVID disconnected us all. But we got the period of time where stress was less. If we could handle it. To me, I enjoyed not needing to work, not being able to go to the grocery store, not going to the gym. I enjoyed it. I got a time off my lifestyle. And now I feel that as soon as I begin to stress, my back pain comes back, my joint pain comes back, I want to eat, you know, ice cream every night. I don't go to the gym and I feel stress when it comes into my life. I immediately let go easily of my healthy habits. And to me, what if COVID is a great wake-up call? What if we, instead of just attacking COVID in itself, went to and see, okay, how can we change this for the future? Is the solution to have four shots of vaccine every year? Or is the solution to look and see behind obesity, behind addiction, behind depression and stress and burnout syndrome? Is it an opportunity to say, okay, if we're going to fight COVID, we need a population who is healthier. We need a population who is more content and happy and more peaceful, who has a better night's sleep, you know, who exercises more, who feels more self-love, who feels more compassion and less hate. What if we went behind, instead of saying, okay, we're gonna, you know, get rid of COVID by pumping in vaccine that we don't really know the side effects, long-term side effects from into everyone. We're just gonna fight it. Or are we gonna go back and see, okay, how are we as a population, as humanity, where are we at? We're fighting so many different battles now. It's the climate, it's the COVID, it's, you know, um, it's mental illness. And there's so many fights going on. But actually, what is it about? To me, I believe in God. To me, it's like God saying, hello, 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 my people, my beautiful people. Uh, can I please have your attention? Hello, hello. Uh, there's something not really right here. This is not exactly what I intended, you know, when I created you. Uh, can we just have, can I have a moment here, please? Um, but no one's listening. So I can just say my way to fight COVID is to sleep well, to eat well, 
I take supplements. I have been taking supplements for, I think, five years. Really, like, good, well thought through, uh, you know, in discussion with my, my doctor also. Uh, I've kicked off a lot of bad habits. Um, I healed a lot of trauma. Went through a lot of therapy. I hang out with friends. As, as soon as I can get a hug, I get a hug. You know, for me to heal me, then I can do things. Then I can be of service. If I'm okay, if I feel, hey, Shama, you are important. I am important to myself. I can say, yes, I want this. And I can say, no, thank you. I don't want that. And I can execute my rights. And I want you to be able to do the same. I want you to be well enough in your being, you know, awakened enough to make your own decisions and not just follow, follow media and guidelines that someone, that most people are installing into us because of fear. And I would say if you want to, you know, live through this, in the best way is to take care of you. And by doing that, you take care of your surroundings. I don't expose myself to any, you know, uh, situations where I may catch COVID. If someone may have it or so on, I, I use masks, I wash my hands, I don't, you know, I take precautions and I have no problem to sit at home alone, you know. And I have friends who are like me. They are vaccinated or they are not vaccinated. But we are loving and caring and we feel we're going to do this together. Some of them were very open to the vaccine. Some of us were not. And we respect each other's right to choose. And we don't abuse each other and we don't push down or talk down or discriminate or hate on each other. We really know, and I really want to say, if you feel that the solution to this is the vaccine and it's a yes inside of you, then you go for that. You go with that. But if you feel it's a no, don't go for it. Because that's an abusive situation towards yourself. I say no because I don't want to be self-abusive. I want to be self-loving. But that's me. And I'm not telling you what to do or not to do. I just want us all to, you know, not do things that are hurting other people. And right now I see so much pain, so much fear and pain. And I really feel this is not the way. Our freedom is important. And I don't feel that we should let that go. We should not give it up. And the freedom to choose is yours. If you choose yes, pro-vaccine, that's your choice. And if you choose no, 
No one should violate that. It's your body, it's your law, it's your decision. And to me, this is so important. We should not traumatize humanity more. We should do the opposite. We should heal more. And this is not what's happening right now. Absolutely no healing is happening now. And I really... I'm here. If anyone wants to chat with me or talk with me or if you're in Stockholm, we cannot hang really, but we can hang maybe digitally, I don't know. Um, I hope I'm not going to get too much hate for expression, expressing my, my opinions. Um, I hope you can take chunks of this with you and feel into your yes and your no and how you go with that in your daily life. Do you normally say yes, even though you feel no? Yesterday I was asked by a friend, and we have a little gathering and every once in a while, and we are four people. And one of my friends asked if, if she could bring another friend. And I felt, no, <laughs> I really felt in my body so strongly. No, I don't want that. What did I do? Did I say, no, I don't want that? No, I didn't. And I said, hmm, do you think that would be right? Would that vibe be right for us four? And she said, I think so, but I don't know. And I said, okay, i let you make that decision, okay? I don't want to take that decision. And afterwards, I felt like a coward but she felt my no, you know, by saying so, she felt my no, and she didn't bring him. And I think all four of us were super happy with that. But it's really hard to say no, because there's like, okay, and I felt like, oh, she may feel like I'm a party pooper if I, you know, there's so much like, I really felt like, oh, why are you putting me in this situation where I need to decide that? I don't want to. And um, so, feel into your yes, feel into your no. Also, feel into your judgments, feel into the solution. I think also look into your fear. Do you have a healthy immune system? Yes, some may be affected, you know, severely, that has no visible or obvious or before known underlying conditions but it's it's so rare it's like don't walk don't cross the street you know don't don't race from your couch something might happen something might happen every day okay so but if you're in the risk group please Think about why are you in that risk group and what can you do? What love and care? How can you add more self-care? Do you have some traumas that need healing? Do you need therapy? Do you need to work on your lifestyle issues, your habits, you know, exercise, sleep, eating, stress, um, addictions and so on? How can you move yourself out from the risk group? Is it possible if you're not old? And... Uh, 
to really feel into what can I do for me? How can I support myself in this situation? Is a vaccine the solution and I continue on my lifestyle that is harming, that is harmful? Mm. Okay, what else? What else, what else, what else? <sighs> if you dare to express yourself, raise your voice. If you want to, if you have something you want to express, don't express hatred, hatred and anger. Feel into that anger, feel into that judgment, that hatred. Why? Why are you so frustrated about the people who don't take the vaccine? Why is it so difficult to respect their choice? What is the fear behind that frustration or anger or upset? Uh, is it true that they are the evil ones or is there something behind in the lifestyle? Is this maybe a wake-up call? Someone knocking at our door saying, Hey, humanity, I think it's better you take care of each other and yourself. Okay, let's see if this works. If I can publish it, if I can separate the sound and upload it on the pod, yes or no. If the sound is okay, I have no idea. I'm going to consult my master, Joanne, if not. And um, I wish you love. I wish you all the best. And I wish you peace and harmony. And uh, I hope, I hope, really pray for a better tomorrow where we, where we can see what we are doing and what this is, what the consequences of this will be a move towards a really loving and caring approach to this situation instead. Okay, I love you. Bye.